Boom. And we're live. What's up? Tailwind Offer here with James Kruger, Kruger Real Estate. Welcome back. This is uh, Disruption Nation. And um, we're about to get into this, but you know, real quick, if you haven't checked this out or you, you're catching us real quick, if you want some uh, additional free value, go to masterclasshouston.com. It's uh, the last of a six month series. It's a monthly mastermind that we do. James is on the second one that we ever did. Uh, was that two or three years ago, James? Been, been, a, been a bit, been a bit. I was, uh, that was summer of 18. That was summer of 18 is what it was. Um, but anyway, so mashclasshouston.com, you can see who's on it. You can RSVP and get your Zoom link for free. And um, those things have been phenomenal. We've had between um, our first one was 175 and our last we had a thousand um, three weeks ago. So um, anyway, there's, there's a selfless plug there. But anyway, Disruption Nation uh, show podcast platform to uh, where we, we showcase the people that are uh, doing well in, uh, in, in the community. And, and James is doing that for sure. And uh, welcome to the show, man. How are oh, you? Yeah. Glad to be here. You, you look good. You look great. I love being my man. Is, uh, I asked him uh, yesterday, like, what you been up to? He's like, working and working out. You know, it's like with COVID and Corona right now, I mean, what, what a better way to uh, spend your time, if, you know, if you're not trying to do a road trip vacation, you know, so stay Absolutely. healthy. Probably never been a more important time ever do that so uh let's talk about that man and we'll get into some business so we'll, we'll, i know what you do you know you, you you did 70 million last year you got a team of 25 agents and um but you know just kind of all around and we're going to dig into some meat here in a minute but you know, just all around right now man how's uh how's life what's going on man life's good uh you know to be honest i can't believe how long covid's been going on it's kind of crazy uh, one of my agents and I, we started working out right before COVID happened. And during COVID, we, we kept working out. I, I'm lucky I've got a, a pretty complete home gym here. And uh, this last Friday marked our sixth, our sixth month, our week 26 of working out. So uh, the, the difference is massive. And so I, I think that helped keep us sane during yeah. this whole time. But it also kind of gives us a timeline of, of what all's been going on, you know? So uh, it's been quite interesting. Our, our team has, of course, gone through some changes, whereas we were meeting almost every day. Now we, we didn't meet there for a long time. We tried to do the Zoom thing, and now we're back to meeting, you know, a couple times a week, so. How long did y'all do the Zoom deal before you got back into the office? You know, so we uh, we did the Zoom thing for a few months, and then around June, we kind of were like, hey, let's come back to the office. We started bringing people back, then two of my agents actually got COVID, so we kind of put a pause on it right there, and then and <laughs> started it up again recently. Let's talk about what nobody was talking about. How long were they sick, and are, um, are they okay now? You know, I, to be honest, I kind of, I kind of take a little responsibility. My birthday was June 6th and I had this massive party and, um, yeah, we had a good time. We had a lot of fun. And then next thing you know, eight people, nine people got sick that next week. Uh, yeah. A couple of my agents, uh, the girl I'm dating, uh, it was, it was pretty interesting. All of them, it was really mild. They're over it within you know, just a few days and, uh, but we took extra precautions, kept everything closed for a while and, uh, yeah, it was okay. So, <laughs> so, and then we were, we were talking about it a second ago, just, um, you know, 
Look, if you guys are feeling hurt by me saying this, I'm sorry in advance. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry to be honest with you. But, you know, James is, James is Corona proof, by the way. You know, Absolutely. <laughs> her girlfriend, she had it. She's okay. And then who, who else did you, was it that you're around? I guess just other people in your office. Was it so the, the guy that I work with, out with, you know, three days a week, he got it. Uh, one of my other agents got it. Um, girlfriend, I was around him the whole time. Every, you know, especially my girlfriend, I was around here the whole time. And uh, man, I took two tests, both came back negative. I recently did the antibody test, came back negative as well. So it might be the O positive blood type. I don't know, man. Yeah, well, something's doing right. You got tiger blood or something. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> one, one, you know, uh, you know uh, friends of mine, it's, uh, they're in their 50s, married couple. He got it. She stayed by side, took care of him, you know, the whole time, and she never like really that. I, yeah, anyway, so you know, there are, those stories do exist. It's not all yeah. down for sure, not. No, uh, and I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I had some friends whose parents, uh, you know, did not make it, or one of their parents did not make it. It's super sad, and uh, you know, it's really, you know, heartbreaking to hear that news, but. Uh, you know, we, we definitely try to take our precautions here after the, you know, especially after that second wave, right? So it was kind of like, yeah, that first wave, we opened things back up and you had that second wave and we just shut things back down again. So, yeah. And, and, and by no means am I, um, I'm not used to trying to be politically correct here, but you know, by any means I'm not uh, advocating for everything to open back up and people to rush out and I'm not a proponent or saying all that. I'm just, you know, saying, you know, along with the bad and the heartbreak and you know, there, there's also a lot of positive also. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's it. All right. Let's get off of that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Before I get myself in trouble. All right. So what you're going to get out of uh, today, what we're going to talk about is, um, uh, why to use you. Okay. You know, if you're an agent watching this or, and honestly, I feel like this is universally applicable because, uh, some of what we were talking about that he's going to dive into here in a minute is, uh, it's like I said, it's universal applicable. It doesn't matter what your profession is. I think you'll still be able to, you know, gain some stuff out of, um, what he's using to fuel, you know, a, a high powered organization with a lot of moving parts and a lot of people, you know, 25 agent or 25 person team is no small team. So, um, they specialize in buyers. Okay. And that's their specialty, but obviously, you know, when, when you're, when you're cruising home and along, you know, producing 70 million, you know, you're definitely working with a lot of sellers too. So we're, we're going to talk about that too. And then, um, and then, uh, and then community, you know, I mean, you know, you probably wouldn't have grown to have a team of 25 people if you know the culture wasn't right the the um just the crew wasn't right and you know and, and if they weren't doing some team building stuff um other than just you know um having birthday parties once a year for his <laughs> for his birthday so anyway um let's let's just talk about your specialty we'll kind of start there you know how you know you you um you know call yourself you know that y'all specialize with buyers so let's talk about that you know, it's funny, whenever I first got into business back in 2009, it was a tough time. It was a really tough time. And I got in it with this sink or swim type mentality. And I didn't really work for anyone. I paid a guy, I knew a guy that was a broker. I paid him $100 a month and got to keep all my commission it was kind of a good deal. But at the same time, I didn't have support. So it kind of fit my personality because I'm the kind of guy that likes to reinvent the wheel anyways. So uh, back then I started off with, you know, with leases and apartments 
and then started getting buyers in. And back then I noticed something that if I had a, a qualified good buyer, I had a deal. If I had a seller, I didn't always have a deal, right? Because especially back then there's a lot of foreclosures going on. It was definitely more of a buyer's market. And, uh, and that, you know, it's kind of just how I've always built the business. It's kind of interesting. I feel that it's been advantageous to us now. Inventory is really low and it has been throughout this coronavirus time. But if you've got a good qualified buyer that needs to move here, you still got a deal happen. So believe it or not, our, our June, July, and August have been, you know, one of the best summers that we've ever had believe it or not, especially from a profitability standpoint. So why do you think that is? Why do you think that, you know, right now in Corona, you know, the, the last three months or those three months have been so, uh, so good. You know, I, I think it's, I think it's a combination of two things. One, we, we took a step back in our organization a couple of years ago. We took a, a giant step back. At one point we were up to 75 agents and we dropped all the way down to 12. Okay. And since then, we've been very intentional about our rebuild. We're very intentional about who we bring on board. Okay. It's kind of a long interview process. It, it probably sucks for the interviewee. Um, but because of that, what you know, man, I hate firing people. And so the best way to not fire people is to hire the right people, right? So whenever I'm very intentional about bringing those people on board, we make sure they fit our culture. We make sure that it's going to be the kind of piece people that we're proud to present to our clients. And so we, you know, a few years ago, we went down to 12 agents. We started being very intentional about who we brought on board. And at the same time, we really dove into how we train and develop our agents. And I think that's been a key part. You know, the average agent takes about one, two years to really get going. And, uh, and we brought a lot of brand new people on. I'm not afraid of bringing a brand new person on. Uh, and so now, you know, this has been the culmination of those efforts. We've got some great agents that have been with us for a couple of years that are now, you know, becoming rock stars, becoming some of our top producers. And, uh, and then also just, just our whole organization as a whole getting ready for, you know, working specifically with buyers. And, and I feel that buyers was a big boon for us over these last summer, these few summer months. That's huge. Where is Houston right now? I should know this, but I'm, I'm sure you probably have the answer. As far as uh, what number are we on the Relo city in the country? To be honest, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, we were talking a long time, but anyway. All right. We're definitely up there because there's a lot of people moving here. So That's a quick Google search. Doesn't matter. Google. <laughs> great. We got a strong economy right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool deal. So, uh, and then, you know, you also... And then just sellers, you know, what percentage, like what's the split between, you know, I guess y'all's uh, buyer business and seller business? You know, it's something that we've been working on. We've been intentional about working on. Last year, we were at 21% seller, 79% buyer. So it's quite a bit. It's, it's the opposite of what most organizations are at. Uh, this year, we're a little bit higher. We're at 25%. We've gained a whole 4% so far. So uh, pretty stoked about that. Uh, but, you know, one thing about me is I'm always experimenting with different ways of doing things. And so at this moment, we're kind of revamping how we do sellers internally, how we handle those sellers. And I think it's going to just lead to us attracting more sellers down the road and being a giant benefit for our agents. 
So I have a question for you. Um, how do you, um, how do you track your numbers? Uh, we use Google Sheets and we track a ridiculous amount of information. We track all of our lead calls that come in. We track whenever uh, we miss a call. We track whenever an agent misses a call from us, from our lead coordinators. Uh, we track, of course, all of our data. It's on a, it's on a few different uh, Google Sheets, but tons of data. On one sheet in particular, there's over, there's over 13,000 lines of data. In our CRM alone, there's over 50,000 contacts that have hit us up in the last, since 2014. That's insane. So yeah. we're are all the, I don't even understand. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, you're, 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 are you, is, is Zillow helping? Like what's the platform here? Uh, I mean, we do use Zillow. Uh, we definitely spend a lot with Zillow. I've been with them for quite some time. Uh, as of this morning, I believe we're at 878 reviews. So we have more reviews than anyone else here in the Houston area, which I'm very, very proud of. I'm very proud of my team for going out and getting those reviews. Um, but on top of Zillow, we do a lot with social media. And then now one of the big things that we're experimenting with is, is helping our agents get their name and their own brand out there. So uh, it's kind of an interesting phase that we're in as of right now in terms of being a company. Um, so brand awareness is huge. Love it. Um, it's one of my favorite things to uh, spend time focusing on because I know how important it is. The biggest problem with most uh, business owners is uh, obscurity. People don't know them, you know, and, and yeah. you got an easy, incredible resource with all social media channels, but it's like, oh, what do I do? How do I spend my time on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, private groups, individual pages, and building all this? And like, you know, it's a lot, right? <laughs> it totally is. What are you preaching to your people right now? What's uh, what's the focus for y'all? You know, to be honest, the, the, as an agent, when you come out into this world of real estate, uh, you kind of have all these influences on you. You've got Netflix shows, you've got some very influent, very influential social media people. And, and so sometimes agents think, well, this is what I need to build up with. This is what I need to work on. No, at the end of the day, take amazing care of your clients is number one. The rest will fall into place. When you take amazing care of your clients, you're gonna send your friends, you're gonna send your family to you, you're gonna get a great review. So that's number one focus I preach to my agents. And uh, and do y'all have a, um, and forgive me if this is something that everybody knows to do, but I'd be willing to bet that this is something that not everybody knows to do. At the end of the transaction, if it's a focus, not just to uh, serve them with, you know, obviously their best interest at heart, do you, uh, I mean, do you, do you go, do you like, hey, I'm going to send you this survey. It's super important. You got to pull this out for me type of thing. I mean, is there something like that that happens or like? You know, we have not done that. I like that. I appreciate that idea. I think that's a great idea to incorporate. So, yeah, I, I got that actually. Fabian Corzo with Corzo Group Properties, give him a shout out. You know, he helped me on a couple transactions and um, my parents too, actually. And, um, and, and I was, uh, I, I like that, you know, I, I said the same thing. I'm like, <laughs> you know, and he was talking about his numbers or reviews on, 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 um, on har. And I was like, wow. All right. That's, uh, that makes sense. Oh yeah. No, this is awesome. And, um, all right. So what about, um, <clears throat> all right, let's go off business on a fun for just a second. How do you, how do you juggle uh, trips or have you been able to do any or what do you, what do you typically <laughs> two part question? <laughs> 
what do you normally do for trips? And then what, what have you figured out to do this year or plan to do maybe between now and the end of the year? You know, it's funny. Usually I try to take at least one big trip a year. Um, I, uh, I went to Spain a couple of years ago. That was an amazing trip. It was a good time. I see pictures uh, of you on social media with a monkey. Yes, with a monkey. So that's actually in um, uh, Gibraltar. And Gibraltar, believe it or not, is not, not part of Spain. You have to go through customs uh, because it's part of the British colonies, so, or it's part of the British Empire. So it's, it's kind of interesting. But yeah, that was Gibraltar with the monkey. Uh, but yeah, I try to take a big trip a year. This year, of course, I got thrown into, into mayhem. I wanted to go to London for a while, but unfortunately, that didn't happen. I just got away. I just went away for this weekend to Austin for the weekend. Uh, uh, so for this year, I'm taking a few weekend trips is what it's come down to. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I go to Galveston. I've been to Austin once this year. And I mean, I'm like, why do I not go there more often? It's not that far away. <laughs> it's not that far. Although I will tell you this, I didn't get back till 1130 at night on Sunday. And holy cow, Monday was a little rough. So... <laughs> That yeah. So what what uh what you do in Austin? Did you do like sun stuff or like downtown stuff or what, what part of Austin were you uh, hanging out? North okay. Austin got a lot going on. Yeah, this trip. I mean, we just we stayed uh we stayed downtown at, at, with a hotel with a rooftop pool. Basically, stayed at the pool for last two days and it was it was quite amazing. So at night, you know, go see some of the Austin nightlife, but. It's a little limited right now, so you know the main focus was sitting out in the sun, enjoying the weather. Wow, that's uh, never a bad, uh, never a bad day, right there. Oh uh, yeah, oh uh, yeah. I've not really done that in Austin, but it's been years. It's been. Uh, <laughs> it hurts to tell you that. There's no reason, like I said, it's not far and it's easy to do. Let's yeah. do the pool all day. Just do that. All right. Well, now now you got me wanting to do that. It sounds good. All right, so uh, let's talk about your hiring process and then I know, like, um, yeah, because you went, you had a big flux, right? So you went to 80. I knew you had like 30 plus for a while. I didn't know you got um, that far over 50 and then down to 12. So um, talk a little bit, little bit about that. Uh, our hiring process. So, you know, one thing that is, a lot of it has is, is evolved um, through trial and error and through our experience, right? So, uh, one of the first things that someone has to do, we definitely make them take a disc test. It doesn't tell me that much, but it tells me a little bit. More importantly, we have them take, uh, we have them fill out an application. And that application's got some writing sample parts to it. To me, it's the writing sample that I'm most interested in. I want to see how a person communicates. This business is all about communication, sure. whether it be verbally or on paper on email. So uh, that's one of the first things that we test for. We want to see how well they communicate. From there, they've got a couple phone interviews with uh, two different employees of mine. And then from there, typically they meet in person with, with uh, my right-hand person, Chelsea. And then if they make that grade, then they come to me. And to be honest, I even try to have an agent in there with me as well, just to just to make sure we're making sure that it's a great fit for organization. Sure. Goes so. back to culture. So you got a couple of different steps. Love the writing piece. Desk is important, but I really honestly like that you said that, you know, that's not everything. I mean, I, outside looking in, um, I don't have a team that big, you know, so it's not like I've gone through 
you know, hundreds of disc profiles, but, um, but you're right. You know, it's the people. I mean, yeah, it's going to tell you a lot. It is important, but, um, anyway. Yeah. But the thing about disc is I've seen every single type of personality do well in this business. And that's where I don't find, I don't put a lot of value on the disc. Uh, me personally, I'm a super high D and I've got very little I, uh, a little bit of S and then some C in me. Right. And so, Whereas most of my agents are actually high eyes. They're high eyes, but we do have the occasional high C agent or the occasional high S agent or the occasional high D agent. And again, at the end of the day, that, that's not really what dictates to be a successful agent. What dictates being a successful agent is more like patience and, and that mentality of I'm here to serve, I'm here to help someone. I love it, that's huge. Um... I'm going to jump back on social just for a second. Um, what are, um, what are, what do you like to post the most, you know, or what, what, I mean, do y'all teach that? Like, you know, for your, uh, is it listings? Is it, I don't know, the, the trying to capture the, uh, you know, the buying or the selling experience. Like how do y'all like to post, um, content? I got you. For me personally, I re the only things I tend to post about are working out or my, or my animals. So, <laughs> Uh, if you look at my Instagram page, it's primarily dogs and now a cat. So <laughs> uh, that's, that's me personally. But from a, from a, from a company standpoint, we, we post about our agents. Uh, you know, we post about their lives, we post about their successes, about their reviews, uh, about their listings that they come up. When we're helping an agent, what we like to tell them is, is post about your experience showing houses, right? Post about like what you do in your daily life. Show them that you're working not only as an agent, but you're also working on yourself personally. Maybe it's you working out. Maybe it's you reading a book. Maybe it's just something to show that, that you're out here uh, trying to better yourself, which I think is always an important thing to do. That's awesome. And, uh, and I know, or I'm assuming you're growing right now. I mean, are you looking at, you know, are you actually actively interviewing right now or are you waiting to see if people come to you? Well, I've got an interview scheduled for tomorrow. We just hired a young lady that I'm really excited about. So absolutely. Back over quarantine, we brought on five new people. So all right, awesome. Well, I mean, I um I'd be lying if I didn't say that I honestly genuinely believe that you know James and his team and the culture has got one of the best organizations in the city. If you uh, have an interest in reaching out or talking to him and or just any questions, whether it's an interview or not, James, how can people get a hold of you? So they can definitely call our main line, 713-364-4003, or simply send an email to hello at K Real Estate. It's just letter K, realestate.com. So realestate.com. That's great. Hell yeah. I like to remember that one. All right. So uh, before we wrap up, uh, let's see here. I'm going to ask a couple questions about, you know, these are going to be kind of quick answer deals, but what, what's um, what's been your least favorite part about, the epidemic since you know this whole thing this whole thing happened <sighs> that's a tough one i would say you know the least favorite part would be not able to travel absolutely that's the least favorite part yeah all right what about best part you know there's always there's always good or the bad so you know you know to be honest i, I for me personally the best part's been the closing of the bars it's been a, it allowed me to focus more on me to focus on my personal growth, to focus on getting, you know, more in shape than I've ever been in my life. Yeah. And, uh, and just taking a step back from that whole, 
you know, focus on drinking versus focus on building relationships. Yeah, it's huge. You know, I, know, I know. And I mean, I like to drink. I'm not anything, obviously, against people that do like to drink. But I mean, a lot of people think that they got to go out and they drink to be social, to be part of like the, the real estate facade, which is a bunch of bullshit, honestly. Absolutely. It's like, you know, you don't see the best agents. You know, that, you know, my business caters to the top 500. So you don't see those guys at the happy hours. I'm sorry, you know, before the whole epidemic happened anyway. And then they drink, but they just <laughs> when they want to do it. So, anyway. yeah. <laughs> so there's that all right um what uh oh if you could be locked in uh in a room during quarantine with anybody who would it be outside of like family or yeah or like anybody that you know okay doesn't count you have to be like somebody. i'd say you know for me personally it'd be elon musk uh that guy i think he's a pioneer i think he's a little bit out there, a little crazy. So I, yeah, I think it'd be a good time. Yeah, no, that 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 would be uh, that would be a ton of fun. That'd be a fantastic. Um, I feel like I, my mind would be. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, all right, what else I got for you? I don't know. What's your favorite uh, band, artist, or musical genre? Uh, I tend to like all kinds of music. Uh, I know my favorite song is "Lovely Day" by Bill Weathers. I'll tell you that. Uh, but I listen to a lot of more like EDM type stuff typically. Um, although lately, my favorite station has been Starfucker on Pandora. Just a great, just a great mix of vibe music, you know. Starfucker. Yeah. All right, I'll check it out. It's spelled weird. It's like, <laughs> but it's Starfucker. <laughs> All right, I'll get. What, what's my favorite movie? Uh, okay, there's two. Gattaca or Great Expectations, depending on what it is. Both Ethan Hawke, both done in the late 90s. Uh, Gattaca, about the young man overcoming odds. And the other one's very similar, but it's more of a love story. So I'm kind of a softy sometimes. Gotcha. All right. Um, what else am I asking you here? Restaurant. What do you like to eat, man? Favorite restaurant? Uh, what do you order there? You know, I got, so my, my like a go-to I'm more of a dive bar type of guy. So I'd say right now it's Christian's Hellgate. They've got this killer Nashville chicken sandwich. Uh, Blue Water up in Cyprus is always a good go-to for seafood. But if I feel I'm fancy, Bisu, oh, I love their environment. It's, a, it's good food and it's good environment. Yeah, so hold on, the Cyprus location for seafood, you're, you're like, that's not around the corner for you. Hell no, I'll make that drive. It's 30 minutes, I don't care. Take the trip, it's worth it, huh? Hell yeah, best crab in town. I gotta go. Hey man, I'm gonna brag for two seconds. I caught in the past um, several weekends going to Galveston over 100 crab, stone crab, blue crab, over 100. Wow. Yes. Awesome. I got I got a bag in my freezer right now. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm a big crab guy too. So, but I'll, I'll, I'll have to check that spot out. Um, uh, let's see. Do you have a mentor or a coach, James? We do at this moment. Uh, his name's Eric Hatch. Eric Hatch. Who's yeah. Eric? Like, is he local? Is he out of? Uh, he's up in like North Carolina. No, South. Like I don't know, somewhere weird. Some some weird place that's Fargo. Where's that at? Fargo, North Dakota. <laughs> 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 he's in North Dakota. Very find interesting him. guy. Yeah. What? How'd you find what? him? Uh, through Zillow actually at a Zillow <laughs> conference. Yeah. Cool dude. Cool dude. 
That's awesome. All right, cool deal. Uh, what's the best advice you ever got? Who gave it to you? Uh, I would say uh, Mark Manson. If you know who that guy is, he wrote um, two books. One's the, the Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. I read that. Yeah, yeah. And before that, he wrote a book called Models, which is about dating advice for men. So uh, he basically, like, the advice that he gave was that you're responsible for everything in your life, basically. Yeah. He doesn't look like the uh, the romancing type, but I mean, I saw a bunch of videos of the guy, but good for him, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's about being authentic. You be authentic with yourself, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely a lot of that in the subtle arts of not giving a fuck. Great, great book. Um, all right, and last but not least, um, do you have an embarrassing real estate? It doesn't have to be in real estate, but an embarrassing story or just like a funny, a funny story that happened in your real estate career, maybe like with a buyer or with whatever. I mean, we. This is when I first started. Uh, I was showing a rental property. Of course, we got everything approved, the showing service, everything like that. Uh, we walk into, it's, a, it's one of those old duplexes in a Montrose area. We're walking up the stairs to the second floor. You know, we open the door. I think I hear a shower running. Next thing you know, this girl walks out naked. We're like, oh my God. So we got the hell out of there really quick. It was, holy cow. It was quite embarrassing. So I don't think she saw us, but still it was weird. It was like, it was a, it was a crazy story. Yeah. We all freaked the hell out. <laughs> if she didn't see you, there's obviously no screaming going on. That's crazy. No, that would have been even worse. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, last time, uh, how can people get a hold of you? Again, they can uh, call our main line, 713-364-4003, or hit us up at hello at krealestate.com, or just go to the website, krealestate.com, and there's an easy way to find us. Look them up. Uh, some of the best in the biz, fantastic culture team, you know, and they specialize in some of, well, you know, what, what needs to happen, obviously, with helping consumers with uh, buying and selling in uh, the fourth largest city in the country. James, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for being on with us today, man. I, I had a good time catching up with you for sure. Hell yeah, man. And I appreciate you having me on board. I, I love your show. So yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, we're going to catch up real soon in person off of this zoom i mean it's so weird talking to people in these square boxes you know and you're coming <laughs> you know, used to it it doesn't really bother me anymore but i mean i'm definitely still an in-person guy so it's uh you know whatever you take yeah. it off i guess but all right guys so uh you, this has been another edition of disruption nations uh youtube show podcast uh, platform please like us on uh, on youtube or uh, you can download us on your favorite uh, podcast app and um we, we drop these every tuesday at two o'clock people that are disrupting their space in a positive way you know anybody that you think would be a good person to have on or if it's you if you're looking to grow your business and you think that uh you have some value to uh, share with uh the community the world please reach out uh, we're easy to find too disruption nation on facebook on youtube and uh, we're easy to get a hold of also so um, James, thanks so much, man. We'll uh, catch up real soon. All right, everybody. Okay, brother. Take care.